Hey everybody, this is Brandon from the Life of an Average Joe podcast. Just want to thank you guys for tuning in and supporting. This is going to be a short podcast today, actually, so uh, bear with me. I, I don't think I've ever done a a 15-minute uh, podcast, but I was actually thinking of ice fishing. I, I know that's crazy because it's July, but I'm from Michigan. I mean, you know, wh- what else am I going to think about? Our summers in Michigan are short. And and obviously this year, considering I just got back, they've been wet. I mean, major flooding in Michigan. I mean, when I see seven cars on 96 flooded, I mean, it's like Noah's Ark without the animals over there. It was crazy. But I was thinking, and maybe it's because I just got back from Michigan from a long vacation, and I'm thinking about going up north, and I really would like to go and ice fish again. And I'm in, I live in Texas now, currently in Texas. So the idea of ice on a lake doesn't really sit well. It, it let's, it's like an imagination. It's like the abominable snowman in Texas. It's just not going to happen. And it's not, and if it does happen, it's not going to happen to the point that you could actually walk out on the ice, fish, sleep, trust me. Although this past February in Texas, we did get hit with, and I'm sure you guys heard about it if you saw it all over the news, we did get hit with a, a, a storm. I mean, it was a real winter storm. I got to be honest with you. I was walking around outside. I had my t-shirt on and some jeans. Actually, that's not true. I had a hoodie on and jeans, and it was cold. I mean, this was like real Texas cold, not like, hey, it's 50 degrees and I got to put on a jacket, you know, which is what they do down here. This was snow down on the ground. This was snow coming down. I mean, people lost power. Well, that was a whole nother issue. But it was a mess. So we did get some real ice down here that reminded me of my time in Michigan. Or for some of my friends that live in upstate New York. You you know what I'm talking about. Or my friends in Canada, for that matter. Um, <laughs> you guys uh, you guys beat me when I, when I talk about the cold. But I was thinking about ice fishing. And I used to go fishing quite a bit. I'm not some like expert fisherman by any means. Let's let's be let's be clear. I'm not even like Bass Pro Shop level card carrying fisherman. I know what I'm doing. I like to do it a lot. I've only gone fishing a few times in Texas. Uh, most recently, I've gone fishing with my son. But I, you know, back in Michigan, it was easy. I mean, you could literally sneeze and you'd be in a lake. And so I used to go fishing quite a bit. But we really like to go up north. And if anybody knows anybody from Michigan, you talk about up north. It's a different level. It's beautiful. Most people go, I mean, this past 4th of July, everybody was on the lakes. Everybody was driving up north. Renting a cabin, uh, camping, I guess if you wanted to go to a hotel. You rent a hotel, not that, that I would recommend it. Because if you're going up north on the 4th of July, you better be camping. Or at least glamping. Or staying inside some sort of cabin of some sort, you know. But anyway, so I was thinking about that. And I and I was thinking about when we used to go ice fishing. Now, when I was, you know, at that age where I, I wasn't, probably in my 20s. I didn't live in Detroit. I lived outside of Detroit, okay. And I had a lot, you know, we, we hung out. We had the, the group of friends. You know, you got that core group and then everybody else. And we would do road trips. Sometimes it would be a guy's trip. Sometimes it would be just, you know, everybody. Or you bring your girlfriends, or it'd just be you and your girlfriend, whatever. But we would always go up north. And it depends how far deep you wanted to go. 
When I was younger, uh, I had a buddy in college that went to Northern Michigan University. Now, from where we stayed, that was eight hours, about seven and a half hours north, I'd say, past Mackinac Island. You cross the Mackinac Bridge, which oh, it's the most terrifying thing I've ever been on. I, I, I know there's worse out there, but I'd rather take a boat to get to the other side. I don't want to be on that Mackinac Island Bridge. I, it's scary, man. I mean, when they have a wind advisory and they tell you you can't drive a certain speed limit, I mean, literally, they have cops letting, like, so many cars go over. I remember coming back. I'm bouncing all over the place, so bear with me. But I remember coming back from my buddies when we went to visit them. And it was beautiful, but I never want to cross the bridge again. We had the police officers stop us and say, hey, look, there's a wind advisory. We're only letting so many cars go, go across. And I'm thinking to myself, why? I mean, why can't we just go normal? And they're like, you can't do the speed limit. You've got to go. We're doing a 25 miles an hour speed limit across the bridge. So I'm sitting here thinking to myself, wait a minute. The winds are so strong that we can't do the 50 miles an hour across the bridge because we could become airborne. But you're going to make me go slower across this bridge that moves. And I'm driving over crates and I can see the bottom. I mean, I'm in my car, but you know what I mean. Over the lake that looks like an ocean. So it's going to take me twice as long to get across while the winds are battling and beating my piece of crap car. And, and I could get blown over. Okay, this sounds great. Or they would do a police escort. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. The police are going to escort me across the Mackinac Island Bridge? Like, like they're going to stop me? Like, hey guys, I'm, I, my car's getting airborne. You guys got me? No? Okay. Let me just go in the water and die. It's fine. And cars did get blown off. You can look it up. Look up Mackinac Island Bridge, cars, blown off bridge, whatever. It's a true story. But anyway, I digress. But we used to go really far up, or we just go a couple hours north. And we used to go to one place in particular called Manistee Lake. <clears throat> or is it Manistee? It was Lake Manistee. And that's pretty far up there. And, and our buddy of ours had a cabin up there. And we'd go ice fishing. Now, when we went with the girls, we never went ice fishing. But we do a guy's trip, we go ice fishing. And sometimes you stay in a shack right on the ice. If you guys have never been ice fishing before, it's crazy. You cut a hole into the ice deep enough so you can get to the water. You put your little pole down there deep enough because there's fish down there. You know, they don't go away on vacation. They don't fly south for the winter. They're in the lake. You just get to the bottom. And you wait. You sit in a shack. You got some, you're warm. We've got some heaters. Yes, you can put these heaters on the ice. They're not going to melt the ice. I promise you. You drink, you listen to music and whatever. And some people would even sleep out there. Well, we got the brilliant idea. After lots of drinking, we didn't have a, a shack. And there were some shacks that you could rent on the ice. And then, you know, they, they would just, they'd just be out on the ice and you just go out there and rent one. We didn't have one. <clears throat> So we know you can camp on the ice. People have taken tents and sat on the ice. Well, there are specialty tents that you use for ice fishing. You don't just take a tent and throw it on the ice. Unless you're us. And we thought, well, we can weigh it down. We'll put a bunch of blankets. Yeah, you know, we got some buckets to sit on. And this will be comfortable. We can just sit out there and hang out and drink and go ice fishing. And we were stupid because we didn't check the weather. We didn't check what was coming. 
And at any minute, you know, like anywhere, a storm can come out of nowhere. I mean, you're on a lake, okay? Yes, it's frozen, but you're in the middle of wintertime in Michigan on a lake. And I remember, <laughs> it's me and my buddy Toby and Matt, I think one other person, I don't remember who that was. And it was getting windy. And one of them said, hey guys, maybe we should call it. And I was like, no, we got to catch something, you know, before we go back in. Once we catch something, let's go back in. No big deal. Yeah, the wind is picking up. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing movement out there on the ice in the distance. People are packing their things up. People with more experience than us are definitely leaving. But what do we do? Because we're idiots. We stay. Okay, so we stay on the ice. I couldn't even find the hole. Matter of fact, the ice froze back up and got covered from the blowing snow that I didn't even know where our hole was anymore. So we go back in and we're like, well, you know what? Let's Maybe we can ride it out. Maybe we should start to pack. Unfortunately, we had been drinking a lot. Okay. We weren't really paying attention to what was going on. The reason we couldn't find our hole was because the wind blew us and the tent 25 feet away, maybe more. And you're asking, how could the wind blow you? We were sliding on the ice. Three guys, four guys sitting up high or sliding. And I was wondering why, because my buddy Matt kept on saying, dude, why are you moving the radio? Why are you? And I wasn't moving the radio. It was just the tent was moving. So everything that was inside the tent was shifting. We, we dude. And I say, dude, because I'm getting excited, like I'm talking to a friend. (laughs) We were so far out on the ice, we couldn't see anything. I could barely see a light. So when we packed up everything, and I mean ghetto packed, and I can tell you right now, and I'm sorry, I I apologize ahead of time, we lost some stuff. So it floated out there on Manistee Lake, (laughs) or it's floating on Manistee Lake, or it, it went into the woods, or it blew away to Canada. I have no idea. But when we were walking back, the only thing that we saw was this little light. It looked like from a fire. And we assumed that was our cabin because we had the light on, you know, on the patio, on the back patio. No, it, it was somebody else's cabin. We had to walk in the snow because none of us wanted to get back out on the lake to cross it because it's pitch black. It's blowing everywhere. We had to walk in the snow around the lake through the woods. Again, drinking too much not prepared, and what I thought would have been like an hour, it was probably maybe 30 minutes, but it felt like an hour. We were frozen, and this was the kind of wind that if you had facial hair, I mean, you had ice chunks on your facial hair. I remember my my, my nose, like I felt like I could just take my nose off and, and put it by the fire and thaw out and put it back on. It was just this frozen piece of cartilage, and, and that's what we did in Michigan, so... I'm going to say, suggest that if you've never gone ice fishing, don't do whatever I just said, do the opposite. <laughs> but that's what you do. That's, that's just one of those things. And, and that was part of my life, the life of an average Joe. So anyway, thanks for listening. I appreciate everybody's support. Uh, you know, I just wanted to do a quick one here, talk about a story that had funny things that happened in my life. If you'd like to listen to more stories of the life of an average Joe, you can check out the Life of an Average Joe podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. I really appreciate that. Check out stories from 
you know, my Super Bowl party with Tommy Lee or my experience with The Rock or maybe about my, my trips to Miami and uh, going into the purple zone. Yes, I said it, the purple zone. If you don't know what that is, just listen to the Life of an Average Joe podcast and you'll find out. Thank you once again for your support and I look forward to hearing from you guys soon.